Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where we watch all of the Marvel movies individually and then we come together on a video chat to discuss it and review it, let you know what we liked, what we didn't like, things we would change, just a normal conversation. And uh, so my name is Rob, and uh, with me I, I brought a few friends. My name is Rinaldi. Elise. And I'm Fergie. In this episode, we're going to talk about Iron Man 2. And six months after Tony Stark has mastered the technology of his Iron Man suit, he realizes that he is being poisoned by the element that powers his suit, and he desperately seeks to find a cure. Meanwhile, the U.S. government wants his Iron Man technology suits, and a business rival teams up with a rogue criminal from Russia named Anton Vanko who wants to get revenge against Tony Stark for what his father did to him 40 years ago. What will Tony Stark do with all of these problems that threaten his life and his legacy? That is the story of Iron Man 2. Oh, man, what will Tony Stark do? Not much. Um, so um, <laughs> I'm going to turn to, uh, to Fergie and Elise. Um, what have you found out about this movie? What, have, what, what did people say? Well, um, I found one review um, by Mr. A.O. Scott um, from the New York Times. This is back in 2010. Oh, so let's. All right. So I will read the last two paragraphs. They're really quick. Um, of basically his um, take on this. So he says, there are, I suppose, viewers who will regard the comic filigree of Iron Man 2, and I haven't even mentioned Clark Gregg's deadpan secret agent. Oh, don't come at Coulson <laughs> like that. Anyways. <laughs> Put some respect on Coulson's name. Gary Stanling's bloated senator as diverting or distracting filler deposited between action sequences, and plot revelations. I take the opposite view. A bunch of guys in metal suits slugging it out in a park in Queens, I can probably find that on pay-per-view or even YouTube. And the plot of Iron Man 2 is frankly a bit of a hash as Stark's two-front conflict with Hammer and Vanko competes with exposition that will only pay off meagerly, I suspect, in later sequels. Such preparation is one reason that Scarlett Johansson and Samuel L. Jackson show up here, though there are, of course, others. Mr. Jackson looks good in an eye patch, as Miss Johansson does in tight skirts and tighter bodysuits. So you might say that the movie has something for everyone, which is fine, but also, in the end, not quite enough. You're left wanting more, but not quite the more Iron Man 2 works so hard to supply. Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's what he has to say about that. And yeah, do I do I go in with if I agree with this or or not? Um, oh, we're gonna hear all about it in a second. Okay. Yeah, but do you so agree with him or not? Do I oh you want to hear the, the short answer? Yes no, or no? No, just the short answer. Yeah, yes or no. Um yeah, I think I, I think I think for the most part, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Except for the Colson part. Yeah, I, he kind of came at yeah. my man's leg. It's like, hold on. So respect. But I think it's because we also 
have watched the other ones. And so, you know, well, oh, anyways, I'll let you, <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. All right. So I found a review from my boy, Liam H. He says, Iron Man 2 is one of those movies where I don't see the hate towards it. Iron Man 2 is a perfectly fine sequel to the perfect original without being terrible. Unlike the next Iron Man movie, if you want to call it that, this is an actual Iron Man film, not Tony Stark versus Syndrome from The Incredibles. Anyways, for the review, I'll start with things with the things I wasn't a fan of in this movie. Mickey Rourke isn't bad when he's whiplash. In fact, I love the Grand Prix sequence, but towards the end, in the final battle, it was just stupid. I did laugh a whole lot. I want my bird joke. Don Cheadle is an absolutely awful as War Machine, what? and they should have kept him forward. <laughs> Seriously, I don't understand why Marvel was like that. Like, that's the better actor right there. Everything else was good for me. The action was just as good as the first. Justin Hammer was cool and should have been the villain of the movie. Sam, Rock Sam Rockwell did a great job. Nick Fury was cool to see again. First appearance of ScarJo as Black Widow. Awesome hallway scene, of course. RDG as Iron Man can't go wrong there. I don't know what movie Liam saw, but I do not agree with that. I don't either. Liam okay. is bugging out. That's what he, he is bugging, bugging out. out. Okay. Yeah, I. We have a lot to talk about for a movie that played it a little safe, but. Um, why don't we, uh, what do you guys think? What would you grade it? Letter grades. I like this part. Yeah, letter grades, because you love letter grades. What would you grade it? No, you, you guys want to offer someone? Mm, um, you know, I'll, go I first. Think... I'll go first. I don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what, what did you think? What, what would you grade it? Uh, it's weird, because I watched all these movies, these MCU movies, before Infinity War. And so during that time, I gave Iron Man 2 a C minus. I was not happy with it. Mm -hmm. This time, I don't know. My perspective changed. I certain scenes worked for me, so I feel differently. I feel like this is a B minus. So okay. I gave Iron Man one a B. This one is slightly worse, but still enjoyable for me. So I give it mm -hmm. a B minus. Mm -hmm. I agree with you, Rinaldi. I think a B minus. Um, I might have to change my letter grade for um, the Hulk. I feel like it was just slightly below Iron Man two. I feel like Iron Man two had better action. The jokes were better. It was more compelling as a movie. Mm. So I guess I give um, the Hulk a C plus, but I wouldn't go much higher for Iron Man two. It was just very interesting, mm -hmm. and I liked it. There were some parts I was like, wait, did I see this before? <laughs> I don't know. I keep sleeping through movies or something. It, some of the scenes were really fresh and new to me, but it was it was really good overall. Gotcha. I, I, I give it a C plus. Mm. Uh, and I just, I don't know. What can I say about this? So... I don't know. I I can understand the motivations of the antagonist here, but something about it just wasn't strong enough. Like, I, I get why mm -hmm. Bunko did what he did. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I think um 
kind of like to um, uh, Fergie on the review that you read where it was kind of critiquing the um, that final battle scene. That just was like, come on. To me, that was anticlimactic. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Down. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. like, Wait, it's in, worse like, than the first one? Like, oh, wow. Okay. So what was it? What? It's worse? How is that worse? It was anticlimactic. It was anticlimactic. Was, they almost was died. Like, he was choking Tony by the throat. No, but but I'm I what? think I just feel like when he got there, it was quick. Like I felt like I felt yep. like Tony and Rhodey were fighting the drones longer than they were fighting Bongo. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Got there was like, yep. 100%. It felt like that. Um, and so I was just kind of like, hey, he's going for the kill shot. He's not playing around. He's not like, oh, Iron Man, how you've tortured me so. Uh, and, uh, no, no, no. Uh, well, no, he's like, yo, I'm trying to kill you, Joker. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> well, that's like, not what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. That should be difficult to defeat. That was barely a fight. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got you, and then fight over. There should have been more compelling, yeah, fist fight or whatever. That yeah, wasn't there. I just feel like as soon as he got there, it was quick. Like to your point, Rinaldi, I do appreciate that he doesn't really talk that much. He's just like, "Oh, I'm coming here for a mission, and that's what it's going to be." Like he, so I appreciate that. But it's just like the scene itself was like, "Oh, that's it." <laughs> like I, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, C plus. Yeah, I think I also give this. A C plus. I'm tied between a B minus and a C plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to give my full uh, disclosure on this movie because I, I I took notes as I was watching this, and um, I was taking care of some other things as I was watching this, and so I knew that when it came time for us to record it, I only had a so so much time. But when it came to the final fight, it was literally 15 minutes, and that included all the drones. It included all the drones. And then after the 10 minutes, after the 10 minutes were up, uh, dude comes in, my bird, he comes in and <laughs> he he does his thing or whatever, goes to the kill shot, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think that this was that much of a compelling villain if, on a movie standpoint, if you're just talking about a movie, if this is a part two. He had, he had like, by the throat. But okay, yeah, yeah, but you know how many I blinked okay. and it was over. Yeah, but you know, okay. I get it, the many, timing, the time of it. I get it. The, okay. it wasn't so, the, the but, time. But so for this villain, was he the first villain that ever grabbed Tony Stark by the throat? Yes, because Dagon dude from the first Iron Man was like play fighting with Tony, looked like a bunch of Dagon kids acting like a bunch of fools on a playground. That that fight, I don't want to think about that Iron Man one fight. Okay, but dude grabbed him by the throat, thought he could kill him. Tony Stark survived the cave. Yeah, that was pretty dope. He survived the cave. But that's my point. Is it's like he's grabbed by the throat. Oh, that's not that intense. You know how many movies I've seen where the villain grabs the guy by the throat? I'm not expecting him to die by that. What? But those whips, man. No, oh. man. It's a part two. It's already done. It's already You know what it is? I'll, I'll say this. I think my expectations for these villains are really low because I don't think Iron Man has great villains to begin with. 
So mm-hmm. my expectations are low. Like if I saw this okay. in a Batman movie, I would flip out because Batman's known for having great villains. Yeah. Iron Man is not known. Iron Man is known for being a cool character. He's not okay. known for who he fights. He's known for he's the known cool stuff he does. He's he's known as a cool. I I agree. He's known as a cool character, but he's only now known as a cool character because of the movies. They needed to build stories around him. To yeah. make, as well as Robert Downey Jr. Okay, but the but again, comics themselves weren't good. The, read the comics; no, they're, they're not, not they're that not. good. No, they're not good. The they're only thing good, about Iron Man is Iron Man. That's the only and Rhodey. You know, he's my homie. But Iron Man, that's it. Okay. That's what okay. it is. So, so if the only thing good about Iron Man is Iron Man, then what made Iron Man one much better than Iron Man two? Because we were on the journey with him. He was in the cave. He got out the cave and. <laughs> That's we, my we, point. We he was actually threatened. He's alive. Like, he could have died many times. But in this movie, he's totally safe. He could have died in the Grand Prix. Nope. We felt confident he was going to survive. Actually, I hate that, that scene. That Grand Prix scene was more compelling scene. than the ending, though. What? The I Grand hated Prix that scene. scene. I love that yeah. scene. I thought, suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I, I Yo, the Pepper lost the suitcase. <laughs> what if she lost the <laughs> Oh, wait. I left that back in the hotel. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> no, what, a suitcase? The ending, just like Tony and War Machine, like, oh, let's hold hands to defeat this villain to the power of friendship, and then it was over. And I was like, what is this? Alright, I guess we see it different okay. ways. Yeah, no, we just see it I love this. At least, what are you yeah. going to say? We just see it different You know, I know that nobody's thinking about this, but R.I.P. to the guy that uh, Vanko killed first. He was just racing on the track, the guy in the red car. He just got whipped last for no reason, and he's dead. Like, he was wrong place, wrong time. So just rip to that guy. I just want to. Oh, man. I don't, I don't care about that guy. I don't care about villain, Tony Stark. Just that first guy. He just, he's just doing his yeah. thing. I'm a racer. And he just got in the middle of You realize that scene made Vanko look stupid because he's playing around with these other cars. You know what car Tony's in. Just go to his car. Stop playing okay. around. <laughs> Stop joking. Oh, car me. number five. All right, I'm spectacle. walking over to car number five. All right, brother. You ruined my life. Your daddy ruined my life. Let's go. Stop okay. playing around with the okay. other drivers. They didn't ruin your life. But he's a villain. Okay, okay. But he's a villain. That's what villains do. In every movie, they build up to but build a threat. No, no, he's hold on, hold on. Words. But hold on, hold on. They build up, they, they, they peacock, if you will, and then they show their, their muscle. Okay? But before we even get to the Grand Prix, we were yeah. stuck in that final fight. Look, yeah. this is Iron Man 2. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it's it's coming off of Iron Man One. The villains are only supposed to get better. So why is he choking him? Yep. Because that's, that's how he rolls, man. That's how he rolls. That's how he does. That's my thing. point. This is Tony Rain. That's what. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, I just I really that's had low point. expectations. I had very very low expectations for these villains. Yeah, that's but see, this is yeah. we're talking. No, I I know, but like. My expectations, I, I agree, I agree. For this, very low expectations for a movie like this. And, but, like, if I'm paying a writer thousands, if not millions of dollars to write this yeah. thing, like, don't get sloppy. Oh, he chokes a guy, and then, like, <laughs> two minutes later, they're holding hands. Oh, I guess we won. Like, 
Okay, all right, I get it. Like, it definitely could have been better because remind, remember, guys, I gave this a B minus. I get, I did yeah. not give this an A, an A. I gave this a B as in boy minus. So okay, definitely could have been better. Overall, I do believe that. I guess okay. we just disagree on certain with certain parts. Yeah, we that, disagree, but yeah. you're just wrong. So, <laughs> so of the fights that we've seen before, um, of the like the villain um, end scene fights that we've seen so far, which one's your favorite out of the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man one? Mm. Iron Man two, hands down. <laughs> same, same. After all that, yeah, same. I agree. I know we were talking so much trash, but yeah, it is the best one. No, it's it's so the Hulk was so was bad only because it was lit- it was like Michael Bay directed it. Yeah, and it was dark. I I could barely see what was going on. And so like it was mediocre. You know how bad that fight was? They don't even mention it in Luke Cage and that fight happened in Harlem. That's they don't even talk true. about it. They don't even talk about that fight. They yeah, talk about they, that fight in Daredevil. The they the talk power. about it in Daredevil. But but okay so yeah. so but to the reason why this fight uh, in Iron Man two is better because of um, well I think because of War Machine this is the first time we see Iron yeah. Man and War Machine together that's the only reason and and that was the only reason why I went to see this movie when I was younger okay and I'm gonna share a little bit more later on when I get my when I get to my point but gotcha. um. That's that's probably why, like the big robots, all that stuff, whatever, and then they're fighting together. That that yeah, is what makes that right. fight um, better than the Incredible Hulk. That was yeah, fresh. I agree, and it, it looked nice. Them. Yeah, and it looked nice and clean, and like I'm not a videographer or anything, but I love the the camera work on it too. The way that it kind of rotates mm-hmm. and you kind of see it. Mm-hmm. Different, yeah, it just looked really nice. Yeah. Oh man. That just reminded me of something else, but we can't get there. So where are we going? Oh, it reminds me of another scene. No, 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 no. To the beginning, or it, do we? St- no, 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 bro. This remind that that scene reminds me of a movie much later. There's literally oh, okay. shot for shot the same thing. Okay, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Gotcha. Um, okay, so it's easy to rag on this movie. Um, because this movie it wasn't that bad though. Yeah, it, yeah, I agree. Like, it's watchable. You know, like if it's yeah. on TV, like I'll I'll have it on. But yeah. what are some things that we enjoyed about this movie? Like, what are some good things? Elise is struggling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was, I was like, thinking. <laughs> She's like, is there anything good in this movie? Well, I think think one of the big purposes of this were to, you know, start introducing characters so that you can kind of prepare yourself for Avengers. So I did like just the introduction of War Machine, um, Black Widow, and just the few scenes that we get with Nick Fury. So I think I appreciated it for those things. Um, But other than that, I think it was it was just kind of there. Um, yeah. I will say it was so interesting seeing Black Widow because she seemed like so young and, um, I guess pleasant. Like she's a completely different character in the later movies. So it was interesting to see just how she interacted with Tony and Pepper and stuff. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, and excuse me for being a girl, but what was up with her hair though? Like they should have. Oh god, when I look at it now, <laughs> like, her hair looks like noodles, red noodles. Oh my god, that that wig or whatever she had, that weave, was killing me. But that's beside mm-hmm. the point. I'm Wait, sorry. that was a weave. Huh? Yeah, that was it, that. Oh, the way that, that thing, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it was just a mop. Oh wow, it would. Yeah, that was kind of disturbing as she was like. <laughs> going in on the guards and trying to rush in it. Uh, hey, they were working out the kinks. They, they, you know. Yeah, they uh, fixed her later. But that Not was intended. now that I watched it over. I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, I look raggedy sometimes too. But gosh. Oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, let's not go here. Let's not go here. Okay. Drop of Yeah. Well, this is my review, but it doesn't get better. With Black Widow, that's just my opinion. Yeah, it kind of gets worse from there. Because yeah. I think but when I, I think she was, what I give her a C minus in this movie. She passed. Wow, are you grading individual people now? <laughs> well, for Black Widow, it's like I have to kind of process because I just had this hatred okay. for the character, so I have to kind of do certain things to not lose my temper when she's on screen. So. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find a positive. Okay, she's a C minus in this movie. And she gets progressively worse until like Infinity War. She gets yeah. an F minus. Death turned into dust. Oh, boy. But we'll get there later. We'll get out. We're not even talking about that. We're not we're not talking about that. We're not, we're not. Yeah, sorry. But anyway, she's all right. She's okay in this movie. I'm with Fergie. She's yeah. she's okay. Yeah. This movie could this movie could serve this movie survived. This movie also could survive without her. Yes, it could. Yeah, I, I I think that, and if we're just basing it off of this movie. Um, I think we, I see Black Widow's importance in this movie just a little bit. I just don't. How do I how do I say this? I'm not a a huge fan of the casting and how she's being written in this. I agree. You yeah. know, like I, I see. To Oglet. Yeah, because like they're trying to build a universe, and they're trying to slowly introduce, and and so they're using Iron Man two um, to build this universe. And so it's like, okay, we have Shield. We already introduced Coulson in the first movie. We already uh, teased uh, Nick Fury. Okay, let's really throw in Shield in this movie because I feel like this is like Iron Man two, the introduction of Shield, and yeah. I think. Black Widow is plays a part in introducing that world. I just don't think the. I'm not a fan of the casting. I'm just not. I know why they casted her, and I'm not yeah. a fan of it. Yeah, like casting sense. in general, or for her specifically. For her specifically. Okay. For her is specifically. There a, is there an actress that you would replace mm-hmm. her with? Like, if you do, you have anyone you think on hand? You know what? That would be productive of me to have an actress of mine, and I don't. Okay. I don't. Yeah, um, I, I think you know if who I... I think would be good. Who? Um, there. One of the. I don't know if I can talk about her, but she's one of um. Um. Now I'm completely blanking. She's. I forget which movie she's in. Um. She. She. She's alongside Samuel L. Jackson. She's also a Shield agent. I know. Um. Um. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
Agent, help me out, Ronaldo. You know who exactly this is. Wait, Marie. She uh, plays Robin Trabotsky on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Ronaldo oh. doesn't know that. Um, oh, no, no, no. You're talking about um, Colby Smulders. Agent, Agent yeah, Hill. Colby Agent Hill. Colby Smulders. Yeah. You think that she would be a better uh, Black Widow? I yeah. think so. I mean, it's tough because in the movie, she doesn't have a big role. But in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., when she showed up, fans were buzzing. And, like, they were actually upset that in the movie she didn't have a bigger role. Because she, she really, like, she really got people's attention when she showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I think she could have pulled it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I just know also that, like, Black Widow is also, like, she uses... She uses uh, she uses attraction to yeah. her advantage, and so I think that was primarily why they casted um, Scarlett Scarlett okay. Johansson. Yeah. Um, because I, I think at the time, guys were like, "Oh, she's hot," which I don't I don't see it, but <laughs> I don't know I. I just saw the casting and I'm like, oh, mm, this is gonna be very. You know, but Lou, that's the only reason why she was casted. I don't think she's. I don't think she's a bad actor. It's not what I'm saying. Right. Um, I just don't. I know why. It's it for me. It's very blatant why they casted her, hmm. and it, it's know, just a, it's a distraction for me. You know, the irony of it is the comic book nerds, the Marvel comic book nerds, love that casting. But then mm-hmm. there's some other cat like Mark Ruffalo they didn't like, and I know that's a different movie, but they hated that casting, and he's actually good. But then they love Scarlett Johansson simply because in their minds she looked like the comic book character. Yeah, and it's just like it's almost like they're the producers were trying to appeal to the hardcore comic. Book yeah. So so to to stay with this movie, if we're talking about Scarlett Johansson and the casting there. Just because she looks good doesn't mean that she's right for the part. No, I don't um, think she's right for the part. I'm just like, saying, like I think they're trying to appeal to a certain audience. Sure, that, that yeah, read the absolutely. That's why I think they casted her, was that there's a specific audience they're trying to capture, and they're trying to get guys drooling in the theater. That's literally yeah. it. And yeah. it, for me, it's just very blatant. Um, past that, it's just like, I don't see Black Widow. But some I of these guys... Hansen. But some yeah. of these guys have like Iron Man issue 150 when Black Widow and Iron Man were in a relationship, and they're like, "Oh, this is just like an issue 150 when they were in a relationship." No, but I'm saying no producers care. They're the ones that want to make money. They want to make money off these dudes because they'll spend thousands of dollars trying to find issue number one of whatever. Yeah. So they want that money. They want that paper. Mm-hmm. So that was it. So it was two things. It was guys are attracted to her. But comic book nerds are attracted. They wanted to get both of them. Well, okay, so let me let me put it this way: if if they're trying to stick so closely to the comics, why did they cast Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury? Well, no, I'm not saying they they're doing it all with everything. Well, I'm point. just saying they're doing it with her. I know, no, I know, I she's know, a popular character. She's a very popular character in that. In I, no, no, movie. I understand that, Ronaldo. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, um, not you don't need to be like across the board with this. But I, I also don't think that the only reason why they casted her was because comic book nerds from like Iron Man 150 or whatever, oh, she's hot, she's whatever, oh, she looks just like the one in the comics. Because historically, these kind of movies, um, whenever casting takes place, 
uh, there's always some sort of controversy because the casting yeah. is off and far from uh, the, the source material. And then the casting ends up working. Samuel L. Jackson, what is he doing playing Nick Fury? He has no business playing Nick Fury, yet they casted him. Because no, I know. Something... So what I'm saying is, um, and, and again, I know their purpose. I, I know that they, they're trying they to don't appeal. Want, but that. they don't want too many fires, though. They don't want eight controversies. They want to keep it to two. You know what I'm saying? That, I, so I, I agree with what you're saying. I think it's, like, I feel like it's both, but maybe you're just saying I'm overthinking it. It's just. No, I'm not saying that. They probably know. just. They probably just flipped her in so they could get, so they could get Samuel L. Jackson. That's what, that's that's literally it. I think. Yeah. They were trying. They, they they were trying to. I think they're just putting her in there so that like okay, Black Widow. We need someone hot on the screen. Yeah. Which I'm just like she's like, I don't. Know. I'll leave my business out of it. I'll leave my opinion on Scarlett <laughs> Johansson. I just see Black Widow on the screen and I do not see Black Widow. I see Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. trying to do cartwheels. No, no. She's the greatest Asian actress of our time. She's the greatest Asian actress of all time. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you. Funny. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Dang it! What was that? The the anime film that yeah. She yeah like, oh, since we're talking about shell. continuity, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. yeah. Since we're talking about continuity issues. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know who I? Whenever I think of like someone to play a Russian woman role, and I know this is super typical, but it could have possibly worked, maybe. Um, I always mm-hmm. think of Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Hmm. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she got red she hair. She was in Resident Evil, right? Yeah, she does the Resident Evil. She got red hair. And, um, yeah. she yeah. got red hair. That's my joint. <laughs> but yeah, that's who I, if it, that's who I thought could fit you know, not that she's well, yeah, do somebody. Was, she should do was, somebody in Resident Evil. Mila Jovovich. Mila. Yeah, yeah. Resident I like Evil. I that choice because I think because uh, I think she's pretty enough where she's not distracting, but also like can like play that serious role. Whereas Scarlett Johansson is just a pretty face, and then her acting's like, okay, all right, I'll I'll play along with this. Right. That's my that's my that's my problem with. Uh, sorry, wrong podcast. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, but in Resident Evil, hmm. in Mila Jovovich, her her character was seducing a scientist that was working on that virus, and then he figured out what she was doing, and she, he knocked her out, and that's why she had amnesia in the first. So, yeah, she she did do this whole seducing thing in Resident Evil, so she probably doing the Iron right. Man. Right, I mean, Elise, I think I agree with you. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, yeah I seen Resident Evil. Yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah. Um. Scarlett Johansson. I don't know. I think she was popular at the time. Yeah, she was and I think it would have still drove. Like, if their objective was to get people there, I think that I mean, I mean, men would have to tell me, but I feel like she got enough traction from the Resident Evil movies, yeah. even though they weren't exactly like how the games are. Like, Alice mm-hmm. is a totally made up character. Like, who is she? Mm-hmm. Which was my yeah. issue with that. But that's, that's not what we're podcast. talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like she got enough traction from that and even those like myself that have seen fifth element we i like her i don't know anyone yeah. who has a problem with her she could have been the person mm. yeah that's a good idea yeah Look at i wonder who was movies. their first choice then for um this role does anyone know Wait, what was her first choice um who was their first choice oh, for Black who was their first choice yeah Rinaldi, do you I, know that i i don't know that i i oh, okay 
I've I've looked into first choices and stuff like that um, for different movies in the MCU, but Black Widow never popped up. Oh, Emily Blunt. Hmm. Oh, really? That's her first choice. That's interesting. Hmm. Emily Blunt. That's very really hmm. interesting. Dang it! Why did they... she would have been better than Black um, Scarlett Johansson? Interesting. Dang, they messed up. Oh well, Marvel's up. That's interesting. <laughs> huh. You, you can't bat a thousand. Axe That's what I heard. Now I'm saying I you, can't bat a, you can't bat a thousand. So. I, yeah, I respect that. I, I respect that for his choice. I don't know why they didn't go with her. She Actually, probably didn't know. there may have been a reason. I, I'm not. Rob, gonna... Rob, you already explained it like ten minutes ago. Well, partially. Yeah, yeah, I, so, yeah. Well, I think there's other reasons, but I think that's the main reason is that they yeah. wanted to cast. Can we her. can we move on? I really don't like Black Widow. Like we spent way too much time with her. Like, <laughs> listen, listen. Every movie that has Black Widow, we're gonna spend some time just yes. trashing. But anyways, so. That's <laughs> um, crazy. We we started with uh, like, what did we like about this movie, and somehow got to Black Widow. <laughs> no, well, how did that happen? Renovi, Renovi started grading her, and then it just exploded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her so and in this movie. So so hold on. since we're grading individual people, what do you grade the poor guy that was in the race car who was a casualty? At least really didn't feel much for this film. She felt bad for a new He was a bystander. He he was just right. trying to race. He tried Bro, to have a career. It's, it's okay. the MCU. And then homeboy just Bystanders okay. die. So, so, so Ronaldo, you are vouching for this, is what you're saying. Like it's MCU, so it's okay. No, I'm saying it happens. That like with the Iron Man and aliens and super soldiers, like it's gonna happen. I mean, yeah, I guess but, right. but for some for reason, guy. as I'm like really intently like analyzing this for the sake of the review, I just noticed that and I'm like, man, that sucks. Like, you, know funny? you know what would be funny if his name was Rinaldi? Because that 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 was in Italy. My name's Italian. That would be funny oh if that was his actual name. Would you see Rinaldi? Do you understand? Like we didn't know his name. We didn't get a chance because he got popped. <laughs> did he have, a, did he have a wife? Did he have a family? Like, I feel bad for his family. I'll give you that much. We'll I'll give you that much. I felt bad for his family. Because they're going to have to deal with that. You know. I will say, I was impressed that, um, some, during that Grand Prix scene that Tony kind of just ran um, to go after, um, what's his face? Um, I'll call him Whiplash. Whip? That's, that's the villain. Whiplash, yeah. Yeah, it's he, Whiplash. He just ran yeah. after Whiplash without any um, like protection or without his suit. And I was like, oh, what is he doing? Mm. It was kind of, it was really brave. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Him. It almost yeah. like challenged him. I see. I like that scene a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I really like that scene. My, it's my favorite part, probably in the whole movie that I can I remember at least. Is okay, okay. But like, but dude, if you had a suitcase, okay. And, I think that's the thing. The suitcase on, just threw on. me off. It threw you off, bro. If you had a metal suitcase or an whatever that 
whatever the, the whatever. So if you had a suitcase and all you had to do was put it down, grab on two handles and push down and it turns into a suit and it clothes yourself for you. And now you're Iron Man. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think that's cool? It took like two and a half minutes, man. He could have got shot. Okay, but we watched Power Rangers. When, we, when I was younger, okay, that was my, that was my grip of Power Rangers. Okay? Because like, yeah, the Power Rangers were more for 10 minutes. The Power Rangers were more for 10 minutes, and the villains would just wait till they're finished. The Power Rangers would call for the Megazords, and the Zord would put, like, I don't know, just collect itself and put together for 10 minutes, and the villains was waited. What? These are polite villains. Oh no! You see, oh no! Yeah, I, I think. Why don't you? Villains. Why don't you three just talk about the Monaco scene? Because this is starting to turn to R and R, and so just no sailor. Just, now sailor moon is the real one. Oh, sailor moon. Okay, sailor moon. Okay. Oh no! Because each individual sailor scout has a two-minute transformation, and they watch. <laughs> <all the time. laughs> so there's five girls. Yeah. That's just the yo. Girls. You got like that's, a two-minute. That's ten minutes. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You guys ever watch Digimon? Oh, oh my no. God. That's why I stopped watching that show because they had the longest transformations of all time. Yep. Holy. Oh, oh, Yo, why can't people just do what Yu Gi Oh did? You, it'd be Yu Gi Oh! Boom. Transform. 10 seconds. Hmm. Yu Gi Oh! Boom. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the quickest one. But 10 like, seconds. But Yu Gi Oh! a different intensity. You don't like. He doesn't transform, and you're just like, "Yo, I'm about to punch him in the face." It's like it's a card. You 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 playing with cards, you know? It's, it's different, you know. Mm-hmm. But there's magic, though. Maybe it's they still, were like fist like fighting. They were, like, you know, probably might punch him in the mid transformation. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I just, yeah. Y'all, 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 y'all want to talk about the Monaco team? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna say. It I was gonna say I agree with you, Rob, because um, this is like pretty early on in. Um, Tony Stark's Iron Man journey, this like kind of shows the kinks of the suit. Like it's not that instantaneous thing. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought it was cool. Like, yeah, it's not perfect. It's not lightweight. It's not like he can say, I don't know, suit up and the suit's there. Uh-huh. It kind of shows that it's it's a work in progress. So I don't, I didn't mind that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought it was you really know, cool too. Even how he got the suitcase, the whole like throw it to him, like no, like that that whole scene was really funny. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. I, that's probably my favorite, not just scene but moment. Just yeah, that, yeah. that whole thing. I'm like, that is, that is, I because you watch all these movies and he suits up differently. I still think till this day that that is the coolest suit up. All right, we going to R and R. We'll talk about R and R. So oh, we will. Oh, we will. At least we will. Oh, y'all didn't have that R and R already. Y'all was arguing like. No, I cut it. I cut it quick and then no, no, said, we still All got right, guys, to argue about. We do. I, about, I have notes. Yeah, talk oh. about what you like about the Monaco scene. So, so I, yeah, I what, so, so, um, what do we think of, um, Hammer? What's his name? Oh, Justin? I Hammer? like him. Yeah, Justin. He was all right. He did his thing. Yeah, he was, he was. Okay. I, what about what about, good, the, like, what about the what about the plot villain? Yeah. 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 Kind of like he's another one of those like. Well, yeah, he's like a Tony Stark wannabe in this movie. Yeah, that's yeah. what he is. Yeah. He was comic relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's 
but he was he was the he he gave Vanko the resources to like build right. all his stuff. So that's basically mm-hmm. what he was there for. Yeah, that was his point. Yeah, that's, that's and it's really cool too because like he is a like a B plot villain, but his company and his equipment end up scattered across the MCU. So now yeah, going true. forward, you will hear the term hammer tech throughout all these movies going forward. You'll hear that. And yep. so and, now you know where team. these now you oh, know where, where it came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the TV shows too, Ages of Shield, Luke Cage. Well, we're not gonna get into uh, we're not gonna get into which movies and which TV shows, but just like mm-hmm. going forward, now you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Yeah. that this is scattered. This is this started something. Yeah. Um, what do we think of this? I think he is he the senator? Who is he? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's oh, he's Peyton. Yeah, I think he is the a senator. good, a good villain. <laughs> How many villains are actually in this movie? <laughs> Quite a few. A lot of people hate Tony Stark, apparently. Yeah, even Bill yeah, O'Reilly thought, but, hates Tony Stark. Bill O'Reilly was ranting about him. antagonists, not Pepper. villains. I think you, yeah, they just kind of. What'd you say? I mean, I because I feel like the senator wasn't a villain per se. Like, but he was more like, I don't really like you, Tony, and he made that very evident. Um, yeah, so I feel like I would more accurately. I'm just glad I'm not his friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think he'd be annoying as a friend. He looks like a potato. He does, and you see oh, his yeah. lips. Oh my gosh, his lips! I couldn't like. Yeah, he looks like a potato. He lips. <laughs> Hot potato. You know what yeah. he reminds me of? It looked weird to hear him talk. You guys seen Hunger Games? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know how like in the what was the name of the that like higher society? The call no, was it the colony? No. I think they're colonies, but there's the a capital. Higher, the capital. The capital. The capital. He look like he looks like a capital person. The way he's oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he said he looks like a clown. <laughs> your interpretation of yeah you that is my it. interpretation yes <laughs> the capital looks like i will say thought. yeah i was gonna say i did like the scene in near the beginning with the senator um and how tony kind of just strolls in and, is, and he's being tony mm-hmm. and like high key disrespecting the senator and like his tony ways and like hijacking the tv i love i love oh, that yeah, scene it was perfect how yeah. Tony's being Tony. Ooh, that just reminded me. Okay, so I love that scene. Um, I love that whole thing. Um, r- did you notice how Rhodey was introduced? Yeah. Yeah. And said, Don Cheadle. Yeah. You know, so, so I thought that that was very clever writing. So when Rhodey really? comes in, yes, when Rhodey comes in, right? Um, well, first, they announce, like, oh, we have, like, uh, whatever witness, whatever it is. Uh, you know, Rhodey. Or Rhodes. And he goes, Rhodey. He turns around, and Don Cheadle walks in as Rhodey. And Tony Stark goes, hey, uh, so what are you what are you doing here? And uh, Don Cheadle's character, Rhodey, he says, it's me. I'm here. Deal with it. Let's move on. And I thought that was genius writing because it's telling the audience, yes, we changed characters. Move on. Deal with it. Right. Yeah. Don't ask questions. <laughs> I thought that was genius writing, and he does it yeah. right at the top. And then people just like accepted it. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Went he, from light skin on Viv to dark skin on Viv. The dark, the dark skin on Viv. 
see, see, what Iron Man did was the reverse of Fresh Prince. They, 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 they started off with a bad Aunt Viv and then came in with a good Aunt Viv. Mm-hmm. They did the reverse. Okay. He went, he went from, he went from Iron Man to to Iron Man. I hate or, the light skin Aunt Viv. I like Black Widow more than the light skin Aunt Viv. There you go. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Black Widow is better than the light skin Aunt Viv as a character. Wow. Anyway, oh, moving on. Well, yeah, I just thought that was clever. Um, yeah. The way they introduced him and kind of was just like, nope, just deal with it. He's there. Yeah. My uh, my other favorite part of this movie is the way Iron Man is introduced. It's they, so they did a lot of really good things in this movie. It, it really, it's yeah. really sad that this wasn't a better movie. But the way Iron Man was introduced, and he's in, he's in the jet, and he just steps on out and flies down into the expo, and they have ACDC playing mm-hmm. in the background. I, it's still my favorite intro of Iron Man, yeah. like hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's epic. It's ep- it fits Tony Stark. It, I, there. There are moments where I'm like, I wish I could go to work that way. Like, it's epic. <laughs> it's epic. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot also, of cool things that happen in this movie. It, it's a shame that this wasn't a better movie overall. Yeah. But I'm also like, how can you see that and then hit on the movie? Because that's like classic Tony. That's that's true. That's true. So my- I think the movie tanks only the last like half hour of the movie, but it's still pretty solid, I think. Yeah, the last half of the movie is where it kind of falls apart. I think the movie was trying to do a little too much and play it safe. Yeah, um, I agree. Where you have like m- mediocre villains who are not like at one point that I I did not feel like Tony Stark was. I think the only threat Tony Stark really felt was himself, like how uh, he needed to change his arc reactor because he was yeah. getting sick. That's the real threat. It's him. It's not the villains. So, I, yeah, the villains, He. it's like an afterthought for Tony in this movie. Yeah. It's like, for me, it's like Jessica Jones season two, but better, oh, but boy. still Jessica Jones season two. It's yeah. kind of like, happening <laughs> yeah. like, I see it down with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. It's like they're good things, but overall, you don't feel as hyped up as the first part. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see. Hmm. I really That's feel cool. like the beginning of this movie was strong. Like the the oh the, yeah yeah the, mm-hmm. the the hearing the 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 the, yeah. the government hearing was strong. Um, just introducing all the relationships, like him and and Rhodey him and Pepper and just you see where they're at in terms of relationships and he's working with Jarvis to find a cure and I think he and Jarvis have good banter mm-hmm. um, I feel bad for Dummy because he still abuses Dummy and I don't know why because Dummy saved his life in the first movie by giving him that backup arc reactor when he was literally going to die and for some reason in the second movie he still bullies Dummy I don't get it mm. yeah I feel bad for Dummy, not that driver. Because Dummy actually is like a robot that can help save lives. What does that driver going to do for people? Hmm. I don't even like race cars. Hmm. But anyway, the beginning of the, 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 the beginning of this movie was strong, and I think it was well-written and like hmm. tightly constructed. And then, like Rob said, the halfway point, 
they start thinking about Avengers. They start trying to make these villains like threatening, and they start doing all this extra stuff, and it's just like, uh, well, well, well. yeah. I, I, what point do we feel like that this movie started to, I don't know, not decrease, but become less of what it was? Uh, hmm. I feel like it was. I feel like I was kind of getting upset. Like I understand what they were trying to do, but I was starting to get upset when he kind of like got super drunk and was like having his little party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were just throwing stuff in the air and he was like shooting it. I was just like, what are you doing? Like, I think at that point, like I understand Mm. why he got drunk and everything. And like, you know, just everything he was going through. But like, I was starting to get really annoyed. I'm like, yo, this is like, what am I watching right now? Like, I'm watching a reality show right now, like, or is this Iron Man? I don't. Yeah. I just just had that. That was hard to watch for sure. Yeah, I don't so, think I there mean, was progression. It it was like he was struggling to tell them, like, "Hey, I'm dying," and then all of a sudden he's just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get drunk and have fun because I'm gonna die." It's like no progression. Yeah, but he. I mean, he just I think like a older, like a. Like just an older frat boy. Like it was just a, it was a frat party. That's yeah. what I felt like. Mm-hmm. It was like, what what are you doing? You're a grown man. Like, oh my gosh. So that was yeah. Anyways. But he was scared though. Yeah, he was scared. I think I, I think while he's a genius and while he's invented all this amazing uh, innovation and and all of that, I think there's still things that he has not dealt with. And that's, that's kind of what we see in this movie is, you know, things that he's held on to when it comes to his father, um, yeah. you know, uh, dealing with like, okay, I survived the cave and this thing is holding, holding on to me for, for however long, but now I'm dying and I don't know how to deal with it. Um, because I think he wants to prove to himself that he can be self-sufficient. And the only person he really has is pepper Potts. Um, and now shield, I guess, but I don't know. I, I think that he's hurting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but like in the scene where he gets drunk, he's like fighting his buddy Rhodey, yeah, and and so this is his. This is his. Like, it's almost you don't see a character arc in this movie, but the movie in it in it of itself. I guess is in is the middle of his character arc. It's part of his overall arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that you would recall this movie, because I think if you ask me, like this is one of those movies in the in all of the movies that are a little more forgettable. But I, I think this does play into the character of who he is right. overall in the big grand scheme of things. Right. Yeah. Did you guys like the fight? Say, with- I- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I think I was going to say similar to what you were going to say. Like, I did like that scene of um, Iron Man and um, War Machine fighting. Um, I like that their friendship is one where, like, they can yell at each other and fight and still be fine at the end of the day. I thought it was cool to see him suit up. I still really like the look of that silver Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I wish I could be as rich as they are and completely trash my house. Oh. Um and just be fine at the end yeah. of the day. Like, but I, I, I like that scene. It was it was entertaining. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's kind of at the end of, or the midpoint in Tony Stark's like existential crisis. Yeah. I think after that, which I think, Rinaldi, correct me if I'm wrong, that's probably like the end of the second act of the movie, right? Oh, I think the end of the second act of the movie was when um, Samuel Jackson told him to go back to his house and fix, like, fix himself. I thought yeah. that ended the second act. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we're that's pretty close to the fight. It's maybe 20 minutes after the fight that the second act ends. Maybe 10 hmm. minutes after the fight. It's pretty close to this. Yeah, I, th- I think it was fun. The, that fight was fun. It wasn't, like, epic or anything. I think it was fun yeah, to watch. Yeah, that fight was well done. It was better than the end yeah, fight scene. I like that fight. That was better than what? I said that fight was well done. That end fight scene. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought it was better than end. Oh, man. We're not going back to that. We're not going back to that. <laughs> also, last my last thing that I have that I, like, completely forgot was in this movie. Uh, did you guys see Elon Musk? Briefly, yeah. I, I think it was in the beginning when he went to when he left the expo, right? He like dapped him up real quick or something. He was in Monaco. Oh, it was in Monaco. Okay, it was real quick. It was really quick. Yeah. It was really quick. It's um, I forget what Elon asked Tony. Um, yeah, I forget what he asked him. He said something about a project that he was working on. Yes. It was like really quick though. Is that as Tony was walking, he stopped, talked to Elon Musk, and kept on yeah. walking. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't so, what were some, I guess, bad parts? You can try again. Okay. Uh, before we talk about the bad stuff, I wanted to share one more th- good thing. A good thing. One good thing. Uh, okay. Uh, Wait. Say so. Say that. I, say that. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, bro. So say that again. So before we, I do want to get into some of the bad stuff because I know you guys ha- had some issues, especially oh, Elise. Uh. Hmm. Uh, am I fading in and out again? Why don't you type in the I... question in the chat? Oh, okay. Well, I had a comment before the question. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, what was it? Because, yeah, you kind of cut yeah, out. I want my bud. Uh, that was funny. I, want <laughs> I want Man, my bud. Sure. Right. <laughs> There's so many memes on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's hilarious. I want my. I would hood. say Mickey Rourke was very believable. I'm like, if I go to Russia yeah. and I don't see him, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, seriously. You know, no, he he for the role that he was given, he did a really good job. You know, he was fun. You know, to watch. he fought with the director because there are some scenes that got cut of him of his backstory. He was unhappy about it. It's deleted scenes now. That would have been good because I think, yeah, I think what I was saying earlier about like, okay, I understand why he's coming after Tony, but it like really was kind of like, meh, I think it's because I was missing that. Yeah. It was kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, I know, I understand. Okay. You know, 
he was in the U.S. He was working with um, with Tony's father on it and everything. And then, you know, hmm. he ended up getting deported and all that. Yeah, so I get that, but it was just, yeah, I didn't really, it was like, okay, and, but you can move on, right? Hmm. Like, it, it didn't really, I don't know. You can't really completely, for me personally, I don't think I could completely sympathize because I didn't really get attached to that. Mm. Um, but I, I, I understand it, but it's like... Yeah. Um, what about Tony's relationship with I his dad, to... that storyline? I will say that recording, that, that hit me right in the field. Yeah, I could, I could see it developing. Yeah, because he kind of felt like, oh, my dad don't care about me. And then he's just like, mm. in the video, he has that bit like, hey, this yeah. is for you, Tony. So I think, yeah, that was that was really important. I like that. All right, we're going to talk about the bad stuff now? Because Elise, is, she has some stuff in the beginning. Oh, she... you want to hear the bad things from me? Is that... Yeah. The bad... It just, my, I just kind of felt like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I mentioned before, it was just kind of like he, so Vanko makes this big, like, entrance at the beginning, and then you're just like, okay, throughout the movie, he's doing his stuff um, with the drones and all that stuff, and you're just, I don't know, I just felt like I was waiting for something a lot more explosive, especially because once he came on the scene with, like, he totally, like, improved, like, the suit that he was in and everything, I was Mm -hmm. like, ooh, it was about to go down, and it just was so quick, and it was like the drones did the majority of the fighting for him, even though the drones failed Mm -hmm. (laughs) really bad. Um, so I think it just, I don't know, it just felt like there was a villain it, it or villains, but they were just, it was just they were just kind of there. Like, I don't uh-huh. know, I just didn't really feel it. It was just a thing. Like, I felt like instead of this being a movie, this felt like, this felt like a couple episodes of a series or something. Like, it didn't really... Mm-hmm. It didn't have a nice wrap up to it. it. Didn't you know the what made uh-huh. Iron Man one so good is that there is a good there's a progression. All right, we're at the beginning. We go here, and you can kind of see how the story flows and how it all comes together um, by the final fight. But it's just here it was kind of like, okay, yeah, hi, Vanko. Oh snap, you killed the you killed the NASCAR guy, and now you're after Tony. Okay, and now like you go to jail and you're out and you do this stuff. It's just like I don't know. They just he just was like, they were just in a bunch of scenes. It just didn't, it was very loosely mm-hmm. connected to me. Like, I, I mm-hmm. if that makes sense, I'm trying to say it as best as I can. But that's my, that was my um, problem with the movie. It, like, it had great elements, but they just weren't tied together very well. It was just flashy. You know what I mean? I, I will never complain about the effects. The, those are wonderful, but like story and plot wise, it just needs more reining in to me. Yeah. What about you, Fergie? Um, Some bad stuff? I would say um, Gwyneth Paltrow's performance. 
Um, there were some scenes where she was talking to Tony where I'm like, like, why did she pause right there? Or like, why is she acting so hard? Like, it just felt like a little weird to me. But I do like the relationship, and I think she plays the role well. I'm just like, why Why did you say it like that? But that would probably be it for me. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. All right, we doing R&R? Ooh, we doing R&R. Uh, Fergie, give me some piano. Oh, How I really feel about Iron Man 2. Great moments, great characters, individually. As a whole, I would say it was subpar. You know, if the hero doesn't draw you into the movie, a good villain does. And this movie does not have that. And it's not the characters or the plot or anything uh, that makes the movie what it is. But it's just the movie itself. This was a great trailer. I remember when I first saw the trailer on YouTube or on TV or wherever I saw it. And I saw all the cool scenes. I saw the scene with the Grand Prix where he puts on the suit from his suitcase. Uh, that was cool. And in the trailer, you see both War Machine and Iron Man put their helmets on, and I thought that that was cool. Those are the two moments that I saw in the trailer. I saw both of those moments in the movie, and those are my best and favorite moments in this movie, and that was it. Everything else in between, far and wide, were subpar, mm. mediocre. This movie can be thrown away or stashed on YouTube, or it can just go straight to a streaming service today. That's my gripe. Biggest gripe of this movie. Um, I still give it a somewhere between a C plus and a B minus, but this is definitely a good trailer. So Rob and I see eye to eye, but we also see differently with this movie. Cause I firmly give it a B minus. It is not a C movie. It is above average, slightly above average because Tony Stark had a very strong character arc. He had to deal with his feelings about his father that were buried deep inside him and was mentioned in the first movie, but he quickly brushed it off to deal with constructing his Iron Man suit. But in Iron Man 2, faced with death from poisoning and not from mediocre villains, he had to confront his past with his father. And through that, he was able to rediscover who he really is and build his own legacy. And he created a new element on the periodic table, which is really cool. But the problem is, is that was only 30% of the movie. The other 30% was a bunch of Easter eggs for comic book nerds to freak out about and say, yeah. And for Rob to shake his head and say, dude, you need to get a girlfriend. That was 30% of the movie. The other 30% of the movie was about two villains that had funny moments and interesting moments, but overall were not threatening. The only cool parts of this movie was Tony's relationships with Pepper and Rhodey, and him bantering back and forth with Samuel Jackson, which isn't good for a superhero movie because the central conflict of a superhero movie is fighting a villain. And we didn't really get that in Iron Man 2. But at least Robert Downey Jr. is an awesome character. 
and that is enough for me. But I guess it was not enough for Rob. It's not enough for me, bro. It's not. It is not. Okay, listen. I was rushing out of high school. Okay. Hold on. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> I was rushing out of high school. As in, like, get me out of high school. Let me graduate as soon as possible. I don't yeah. want to go back and rediscover the periodic table. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to go back to science. I don't... Stuff is cool, but, like, yeah, I'm not going to see this movie. By the way, I'm not going to see this movie. Uh to connect with his father and all those things are character development stuff. But I saw the trailer. I'm going to the movie to see what more of what I saw in the trailer. And I was disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see that, but isn't Robert Downey Jr. Just awesome as Iron Man. Just like, I follow him on Instagram. He's great. In this slightly above average movie is great with, with that focuses on him. And and the reason this movie is a B minus is because of him. If a different actor was casted as him, this would be a D plus. Because he's carrying this movie on his back. Like he's he he's literally he's literally like, alright guys, I don't know what's going on. I know the comics don't have great villains, but you guys are getting paid millions to come up with something. For me to fight and you're just sticking with the comics you're playing it safe so i'm gonna carry this movie on my back and i'm gonna make this movie some money because i'm robert Downey jr player and that's what he did for me and that's and that's and that's good for robert downey jr that's good for robert downey jr it's good for as me. a fan that okay but as a fan that has seen the trailer <laughs> and it's okay okay i know that this is not this kind of podcast but that is the very reason why I was so disappointed with Batman v Superman. Yeah, okay. It, Batman v Superman is a good trailer. Are we talking about the first trailer or the, the other Because the other ones were terrible. We're talking, we're talking about, about the, the first, first one. The, we're talking about the first and the third trailer. All of them. No, I only like the first just, one. The first one was fresh. That's what I'm saying. But, but that's my point. That's my point. Regardless, like it, it's a good trailer, but a yeah. movie production, a full two and a half, three hour movie, no. And that's what this movie was. This movie, not not as bad as BVS. Let me let me just clear the air on that. Not as bad as that. But yeah. for the movie that it's coming off of Iron Man one. Yeah. If this is going to be like Iron Man or Iron Man two, and you're trying to set the stage and build up to an Avengers, if this is just a a, a, a a footnote or a marker uh, or a checkpoint to the end goal, then don't promote it as hard as you did. Like, I don't know. That's my thing. If, they screwed up. Yeah, they, they, they promoted they it that way. But this is a checkpoint. It's a checkpoint. It's a checkpoint yeah. with a bunch of Easter eggs to trick people into thinking, hey, this movie's great. But we're not into all that comic book Easter egg stuff. We just wanted a movie that had a compelling villain and a compelling conflict, and we didn't get it. And so we're all, well, not me, but the three of you all disappointed. But yeah. they just, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like a slick car salesman. It's like, hey, I got all this flashy, shiny lights. And then you get in the car and you're like, wait, this, this is just a regular car. Like, I thought this was, mm-hmm. I'm paying $30,000 for this. Why? Why is this mm-hmm. just a regular used car? 
But I knew that guy. I didn't trust that guy though. I didn't trust that guy though. Yeah. I didn't get in the car. But see, I walked away from the guy. If I get in the car, if I get in the car, and I test drive this car, okay, I want to make sure that I can return it to the lot and say yay or nay. I don't want to test drive this car and halfway through have whiplash, slice the car in half, and destroy me and the car, and it doesn't make it back. I want to know what Uh-oh. I'm at least getting, or I want more of what I've seen in the trailer and be surprised. And unfortunately, I was not delivered that. I, you know, I don't know. That's just my gripe with, with this movie. I, I think um, I forgot I think how we, I originally felt about the movie. Because when I originally seen this movie, I was very angry. Yeah. But I think it's it's hard for me now because that was years ago, and I'm just rewatching mm-hmm. it. So yeah, as just like knowing what it is, it's a checkpoint. Yeah. Like, it's I a thing that's just I there. <laughs> let me just say this. Let me just say this. I don't hate this movie, although it might sound like I do. I don't hate this yeah. movie. I don't. I'm a, I'm disappointed that this was not a better movie. This had this movie had so much potential to be a really good movie. It that's had true. great moments. Had a strong first half of the movie. Um, and even the characters that we were given, like each character, um, not that they were major characters or anything, but like the characters by themselves were at least believable, you know? So this had potential to be a really good movie. I think at some point halfway through too much was going on and it became a very safe and mediocre movie. Yeah. Way too much. You had Fury, you had Black Widow, you had Coulson. Mm-hmm. You had Hammer, Vanko, Rhodey, Pepper, the Senator dude you know being annoying. There's a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I think this movie was missing? And we kind of touched on it early in this episode. Um, the first movie had tension. You felt like you knew he was going to survive. But there were moments where you're like, yo, like Tony's going through it. You never feel that in this movie. Because the conflict is with himself. That was the whole point. But even, that, the even the conflict with him, but even the conflict with himself, you don't feel it. I don't Robert know. I felt, it. A great I, felt actor. It. I felt it. I felt it because he's alienated from his friends. He's I alone. felt it in future movies, which I'm not, which we're not talking about. I felt it in future movies. In this movie, I did not feel it. Rhodey hated him. Pepper didn't want the strawberries. He was no. alone. All he had was Jarvis. No, no. I but you know how do you shake feel? Your head, just, Don't shake your head at least. Don't shake your head. Just because it's happening on the screen doesn't make me feel it. Like the only the only point that made me feel it for Tony was when he when he was throwing that drunk party. That's the only point when I really felt it. Before and after that, you know, he's just ignoring the whole time. Even the, when he's watching the video with his dad. Like you feel it a little bit, but it's not like, oh man, this that was compelling. There's nothing compelling happening in this movie. But in Iron Man 1, there were no. compelling moments. What? No, nothing. What, what compelling moment happened? There was a lot of cool shots. Every, everything you described mo- with Tony. No, that was not compelling. Okay, let me step back. The problem is, this movie, movie has, has too many distractions. Movie. This movie has way too many distractions. That's why I hate this movie. Because not Iron Well, I don't hate this movie. That's why I'm frustrated. Because I think we're frustrated for different reasons. Yeah. Because to me, this movie is Easter Egg Iron Man 2. Not Iron Man 2. There's more focus on the Easter eggs, like the Captain America shield and like the references to the Avenger Initiative, Thor's hammer. I'm like, 
we where's Iron Man? Like I would pay to see Iron Man. I want to see him deal with his father and, and with Pepper and build build his suit better and get cured of poison. I don't think that those things are crazy distractions, if you ask me. I, For me, I think it's like, were. Yeah, I can see it being a distraction because it's like, okay, that broke my attention from whatever I'm trying to invest Yeah, because he literally grabs but, Captain America's shield and he's like, yeah, just set it. I'm like... What is this? What? Well, yeah, because they're they're trying to build up to something. And so that I understand. But my only thing is that all of those things that we're saying that there was tension and Tony Stark was really feeling it and I felt it for him, I did not feel that for him. I did not feel at one point that Tony Stark's life was threatened. I did not feel that at one point. I felt Mm -hmm. that in Iron Man 1. And that's what made it a better movie. I wasn't looking for threatening. I was looking for character. I wasn't looking for that either, but I felt it. I felt it in Iron Man 1. His life was threatened several times. Okay. All right. Well, we, we, we agree to disagree. I guess we do. I guess we do. I do have two questions for you guys. My two questions are, out of all the villains in the last three movies that we saw, which one was your favorite? Like, which one was more menacing or more believable or just more evil, I guess? And then my second question is based on the three movies that we've just seen, where does this movie fall? Hmm. So as far as villains, I think out of these three movies, and it's tough because in Iron Man 1, Obadiah Stane is a really good villain, I think. He was compelling. He was menacing. His only downfall is that in the, in the third act, the fight was just blah. Um, but in Hulk, um, you have Abomination and that, you know what? I would say, uh, Obadiah Stane would be probably out of these three, the best villain so far. Um, but it's not, it's not far from Hulk's villain. So I'll say that, uh, Obadiah Stane, best villain. And where does this movie fall? I will say that it is better than Hulk, but not as good as Iron Man 1. So I would say Iron Man 1 is number one. Iron Man, as a rank, if we're going to rank this, Iron Man 1 is at number one right now. Uh, Iron Man 2 is at number two. And the Hulk is number three. I respect that. Um, For me... I think villain, I would choose Blonsky slash Abomination as the top. Um, there's something that I like about a simple villain. Like, literally, he was just like, oh, yo, I want power. Let's go. Yeah. And that's good enough. Like, I feel like that's good. The uh, Like, I feel like in the other ones for Iron Man 1 and 2, is kind of like, it was like, I understand why... Stain wanted to do what he wanted to do, but it was kind of like, dang, you really got to go and kill him, though? Like, that, <laughs> that's deep, <laughs> you know? Um, and the same thing with, like, Hammer and Vinecold. But, yeah, I think Blonsky, I liked him the best, despite how it looked <laughs> in that final fight. But yeah. Blonsky, I like. And I would agree with Rob um, with the ranking. I say Iron Man 1, then 2, and then Hulk. And the only, I feel like the one reason why, a big reason why I put Iron Man 2 over 
hope is because RD, RDJ does his thing. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, if, I think if if Edward Norton was a little bit more compelling, it was just like, mm-hmm. Hope was just like a flat movie. It was just like that. But at least <laughs> with Iron Man 2, even though it had its like issues, you can still watch it because like RDJ's killing his role, you know, everyone's kind of like still acting on point. But most of all, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. doing it. So it's like, okay, this is a little bit eh. But Tony, he's funny, he's compelling, you know, he's got, he's charismatic, etc. So yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. I respect that too. So about you know money? Uh I'm with Rob. I'm gonna go with Stain uh, as a compelling villain, the most compelling villain because Stain, he was clever, and there was a slow build. Like at first, Stain was a friend or a mentor that kind of different disagreed with Tony, and you're kind of worried about that, and then all of a sudden, Tony realized that he actually wanted to keep the company a weapons company. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, Tony is life is in danger because of Stain. He's he's going behind his back. So there was a build up there that I don't think was the case with Abomination. And and Vanko, there was some build up. I did like Vanko. Um but I think there were moments he fell flat, but I thought there were moments where he popped but Stain was the most consistent. Um, if I had to rank these movies, I'd go. Uh, I go with everybody else: Iron Man one, um, Iron Man two, and then Hulk. So, yeah, I'm going with Iron Man one because it's most consistent. Iron Man two had great moments, better moments I think than Iron Man one, but there are also a lot of flat moments, and then Hulk. I'm with Elise. It was it was flat. I mean, there were a few good moments in Hulk, but it was mostly flat. So, okay. Um, I think I'm similar to Elise. I thought um, Abomination was the better villain, but you can kind of see his progression throughout the movie. I loved that fighting scene at the college where he's just like running super fast and booking it. I thought that was really funny. Um, and even just to see his just evil intent just take over everything, just clouded everything that he did. So I thought that was just compelling, even though the ending was kind of dumb. Um, and then if I had to rank the movies similar to Robin Elise, to, to all of you guys, um, Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, and then Hulk. Um, and I think Iron Man 2 was just way more entertaining than Hulk. Mm-hmm. Better jokes, better action, better lighting better all around um so yeah i think the hulk's gonna be down there for a little bit hmm. i think there's there like almost any movie has better lighting than the hulk the hulk had no yeah lighting. <laughs> yeah like half that movie was in the dark i was like bruh the beginning was pretty fresh though when they were in brazil and he was just <laughs> like but yeah as the movie progressed it got darker until the end you couldn't see anything going on so what's what movie are we watching next? Um, I think it's Thor. I think it's Thor. Thor one. 
Thor numero uno. I know Ronaldo's excited about that. I know he was excited since last time. I was like, I'm not saying anything. Do you have any predictions? Do you have any predictions on this movie? Is it good? Is it bad? A plus? F minus? I remember it being good. I can't remember. I think. Yeah. No, go ahead, Alyssa. That's all you. No, I no. Well, I'm not. Sh- I can't remember what grade I gave it or I would give it, but I just know it was good. And it was mm. the. Yeah. Yeah, I think I started to have issues with it by the time it got to number two. I was like, yo. <laughs> Which is becoming a trend right now. But, you know, as we review these, maybe I'll feel differently. Um, but now I remember really liking Thor a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Thor was my first um, introduction to the MCU. So I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it since I saw it like, well, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think Thor will be an okay movie. I think it'll be um i don't think it'll be bad i think it'll be a, a solid movie um i seen it once and i remember thinking it was just okay um i was never really um a huge thor fan actually nowhere close to it i think chris hemsworth does a great job oh, yeah. helping you fall in love with the character um yeah so i think um i think it'll be a solid movie the next time we come together on the next episode we will review the first thor movie um we get introduced to thor we get to see idris alba and and all that nice stuff and we we get introduced to loki that'll be fun tune in next time for uh, our review on thor uh thank you guys for listening and uh see you guys later